Hello and welcome back to the podcast all about Crystal Palace Football Club. This is for Love of Palace. Me and Chris as usual tonight. Uh, three new uh, topics we're going to talk about. Uh, match days being back, new Vieira tactics, and how the new signings are getting on. So, uh, yeah. Uh, where do you want to start, Chris? I, I just like the thing thing usually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. This is the new season version. <laughs> so welcome back after two months or, four, or three months. It might be more than that. <laughs> <laughs> might be like a half a post of it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what do you want to start? Do you want to start off with match days? You go. Yeah. So you went to the, the first game, you went to the Bedford game? Went to the Bedford game. Um, did you get in okay? I got in well, I got in very, very much better. I, I still don't understand the commotion about it. Like, lots of people didn't get in. Lots like. of people didn't get in, but <laughs> I, I got in, I was there an hour before kickoff. Yeah. And straight to the gate, <laughs> straight in, and straight up into the bar. And then, well, yeah, I saw your message at like quarter two, uh, quarter three, and there's a, there's a queue just outside still. So, but um, I got in quite like, fine and, it's nice to be back, to be honest. Like, just felt like normal. Just like, nothing's changed, really. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I think the only thing that probably felt different was maybe people were trying to keep away from people in the bar more than being crammed up <laughs> like, like they normally are. Did you, um, did you enjoy this play? Yeah, yeah. It, it looks good. I mean, I couldn't really see much because I was in it, but from the pictures, it looked pretty good. <laughs> so yeah, a few people obviously seem like they they were happy to put like not happy to t- partake in it. Still, I noticed yeah. looking around, but you know it looked good. Still, you know they've done they run really well. The Fanatics, the couple of space they've got now, like the one against Brighton the other day, looked pretty good as well. So yeah, it's just nice to actually scream your head off again. Just a shame that like, the game itself against Brentford, it, like very even game, and Brentford yeah. surprised me to be honest. Were you not expecting them to be good? I, know, I expected them to be okay, but I didn't expect them to be as good as what it was. I mean, they came off the high from the Arsenal game, um, so I kind of expected them to, um, you know, play well just because, you know, they've just come off from a really big win. But um, yeah, no, they, they shocked me of how how well they was playing. But then then again. Shocked me how well we changed from playing. So if we still had like Royal Hodgson in charge, it wouldn't have been the same game at all, and it would have been a pretty dire game, I think. So I don't know, man. You wouldn't have had the set. You wouldn't have made the same signings. It would be a different squad. It'd be this. It'd be this that idea. Well, it'd be a very much different squad. I mean, it would have to be like I wouldn't even know who to think would even want to come to our club if it was still Royal Hodgson in charge. Like, it'd be really harsh on him. That's true, though. I just don't know who... Well, no, professionals. Cahill left because he left. <laughs> Cahill came here because of him. Ferguson, a big chunk of what he said in the oh. interview, was licking his ass. So, so there's really? lots of... Yeah, yeah no, he's, he's, he, okay. he's signing me because he's a legend up at West Brom. That makes sense. I don't think we're ever going to see Ferguson anyway. in the first team. Like, at this rate, like, it seems to be very... Very much a new promo. I mean, when he does come out, if he if he comes back, it will be very much a new player, but a player that hasn't played for what, two and a half years, near enough. Like, which is, I mean, at his age, yeah, it could be 
you know, not too bad. But also at the same time, that same stage at that someone his age, he needs to be playing football with people, you know, to get better. And so obviously we're better off loading him out somewhere to just so he can get any sort of fitness back. So I don't know about that just because you, you you don't know the player you've got. You also have an issue with in the championship. The games come freaking fast. Mm. And he might not be getting the recovery time he needs. Yeah. If a team's loading a, a player from another team, effectively they're going to make sure that he plays. And if yeah. he's playing a lot of football very quickly, that might mess things up more than if he, he had a slower return through the under-21s. Well, yeah. He takes it out a bit more. Well, he definitely, definitely needs other games in the 21s, if anything, because I can't see him jumping straight to the first team. Or even first thing set up at the moment because I think he's really training many of the boys like, since he's been there. Like, just been training with Vezzy lately, isn't he? Because <laughs> like, no, he's not really yet. <laughs> yeah, it's can't, can't wait to Vezzy back on this bit. This team would be amazing with Vezzy in there as well. So it takes more pressure off, off of Zaha if he's having an actual winger or someone that could play on the wing to make the other teams think, oh, better not double up. I was like, oh, would you, you know, it's obvious that every game we've seen for years that they double up on him. So, but Zaha's not playing on the wing anymore. It's sort of inside, inside wing, really. But he goes on the wing still, but he's still behind the strikers. Well, no, he's he's, he's covering the wing when he's when we've got the ball. But when we get the ball, he goes into the middle, and it, that the wing is is the left back effectively. It's Mitchell's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what we have seen from obviously going to the games this year is how much further forward both wing backs have been getting, which is nice to see. And I think Mitchell's like reveling in it, you know. And obviously, you was a massive, say massive, you was a big fan of Patch Arnold for that kind of reason. And he might do really well in a team like this at the moment. You know? I think so. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's just one of those things, isn't it? Like, yeah, it just happens. And I'm just glad that Mitchell's there to capitalise on it. And he, he's. So well, he's it, really up to his game with it. If Mitchell wasn't there, I don't think I think they probably would have renewed his con Bernardo's contract. Yeah, I, mean, I think that that was. I'm surprised we didn't bring in another left back anyway. Personally, like just as you know, even even just as a competition, not just cover. Well, I've got a feeling that 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 Schlupp's, that's where he's going to end up when he's fit. Back, yeah. back to left back. Well, yeah, because that left back his role is a lot of running and a lot of attacking on the left. That's kind of what he does. That's what he does, yeah. But they don't really come on, though. I mean, they play what, the first game of the season or first couple of games of the season. You're very much playing centre mid slash winger. We don't have any other centre midfielders at that point. No. Like, we we no, haven't yeah. signed who's that point. Yeah, and Gallagher so, wasn't available for the first game, so. Yeah, yeah. So he didn't really come on the other day, though. I mean, he played. He took, he took over at AU, didn't he? And. Um, he didn't really do much, to be honest. Like, I mean, it could be down to fitness because he's been injured or what, but he, I don't know, he just looked out of place coming on. I thought AU is that type of player we need in that position in the last five minutes because he does run and keep ball and he can draw a good foul. And Schlott being on Schlott for that is just not the same kind of energy you get. You know, he's very energetic to hit player. Like, yeah, it's probably... Break, he can get it, but... Not just all the time. Chasing people around and everything, and he is a lot. Does get around a lot. Does get a lot. Make so like he gets around. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to comment about. He that. gets around. 
Any any of your match stations going back to Sellers that you noticed changes or things? It just, I don't know, it's, it's weird. Like, um, I think the weirdest one thing was coming out. So we got the train to the Brighton game mm. and coming out of like Noor Junction and just seeing loads of police everywhere. I'm like, oh yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I didn't really, didn't really see it in this first game, but like, <laughs> there was loads of police, horses, everything. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that being a thing. We've been to Brighton games before, but I mean, they, they put a stool at the top of the road, didn't they? Still fence thing. They're just like, oh, what the hell? Like, it's ridiculous. How much resources does that take? Exactly. Exactly. Just cross the whole road. I'd hate to live in the bloody house that it's in front of. That's my house. I want to get there. <laughs> I've got to go around the whole uh, way around now. <laughs> to be fair, I think they're always like a match day. Like, like, right, you I'm have to just stay in or go out for a meal and hope for it's over one time. Yeah, the thing is, like, if you live there, it, it's a pain in the backside before a game and just after. Yeah. Like it's not, yeah, it's not the worst thing to live next day. You know, you suppose you know what get with when you live there. I guess, like, yeah, you compared, right compared to the compared to the nineties where there's like a, a game every weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and most like. Wednesdays. Yeah, Wednesday night games championship. A lot more games in the championship as well. Yeah, both teams in the, in the championship playing yeah. like was it forty six times there. Yeah. Just in the league, just in the league. About pre season friendlies, about FA Cup games, about League Cup games. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, as I don't know about you, but like the face bank stuff that's everywhere. Like, it, I, I looked at it and first. First thing I thought, that's a weird name. And then the next thing I think, what is the picture? It wasn't until late like, I watched the game on TV and knew what the picture was. It was a face. Oh, do you know what? I think that logo worked really well, except on the pit, on the shirts. It's too complicated. Mm. As a logo, that's way too complicated yeah. for a shirt. That's why I couldn't, I couldn't know. I didn't know what it was from the stand. I was up, up at home style, I was just like. That's your eyesight, Mike. You should have realised what it was. Yeah, I mean, it's my eyesight. I mean, I've got my, my glasses that I do need to go back for a check-up, but they work to a point. <laughs> but when I saw it on TV, it's like, oh, okay, now I understand. It's a face. Obviously, face bank, but it's just everywhere. Like, it's when we had that net slot. The net was like, everywhere. Like, I get the guy wants to advertise his stuff. And, you know, he's bought the money for it, so fair enough. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> but... Yeah. <laughs> There's worse sponsors out there. At least it's not like a, one of those freaking crypto asset like Crypto coin things. That there's a lot of teams advertising at the moment, yeah. Or the best friends one with that weird little alien thing on Evans. I think it's Evan or someone's badge, uh, shirt. I, I thought, last time I remember it, it was Angry Birds. <laughs> they were not got the Angry Birds in my head. <laughs> someone's probably got the Angry Birds. There was just friends one, someone's got that as well. At least it's not the style of uh, going to a Brazilian game or anything like that, where he's got like 40 different sponsors on the shirts. <laughs> yeah, it's anyway. <laughs> but it's the fans that buy the version that has 40 different sponsors. Yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. It's the only time I, I don't get annoyed that the, the, the one on the, sh the pitch isn't like the one that everyone else is wearing. That's <laughs> mm. true, yeah. So it's like obviously we normally do like little upgrades and stuff, don't we, during the summer? But we try to just sort out tickets. <laughs> That's the yeah, the, the little upgrade that like clearly didn't work for people, it's still not working for people. But I did see um the fanatics put something up about um 
they emailed the club and said, I don't want the e-tech in, I don't want a um, mobile phone tickets. They sent them a actual card, what we used to have. And I just don't know why they just don't go back to that anyway. Like it's, the, it works straight in, straight through, whatever, you know. No, but I mean, the, the, there's something bigger going on in the background. I'm not quite sure. They're trying something new. Yeah, but it's, it's not just the, the club, us. It's everyone else in the Premier League as well. Yeah, yeah. Like there's, there's a lot of other teams. Doing the same and it's got troubles. And I think it's, I mean, there's something, there, there's definitely a reason for it. I think that part of it is about trying to, to get rid of touts. Yeah. And that's the big thing. If you can get everyone on mobile phones, it's much harder for the towns to, to be able to share tickets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what they want to do is be able to um, get to the point where if you want to transfer your ticket to someone else, yeah. you should run it by the club. And if you're not doing it every week, they're fine with it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's been a lot. I've seen a lot of people say about um, screenshotting the QR code and it seems to work. It's like... But I've seen it's the point from getting in if someone's used it. Or but they're not it. going for the QR codes, they're going for the NFC. So... QR code is the backup at the moment. Right. So you can, so when you go to your ticket on the, the app, yeah, it'll be up now actually. It, it starts off as an NFC code, an NFC um, broadcasting thing. So more like Oyster. So you know your Oyster, you tap it yeah, and beep, yeah. So it's like that, but effectively, this is more of a. So I think what they're trying to do is get everyone to go on that. And once that works reliably, yeah. To be fair, I, I didn't use it, I just went to the QR code. <laughs> Just let someone beep it for you. No, I was just I was like, well, you know, I tried beeping it the first time, it didn't work. So I was like, well, I'm gonna. Oh really? <laughs> well, it's like when you, I don't use my phone for as like a oyster card or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. So you you're even... not used to using it anyway, because you know. Yeah. So if you hold, so it's like that. So you get the. Oh yeah. Good for podcasts. Yeah. So you have the um the thing there. So you hold that next to the reader. It's and then beep it like some oyster card. Right. And it's supposed to just let you through. Yeah. Or you get a show code, and at which point you get the QR card, which is just seems so cheesier to go pew. <laughs> yeah, I mean the point is, is eventually I think that will go. They'll try and get rid of that. Yeah, it'll yeah. Just be just be the first top there. Yeah. yeah, so you can just hold it next to the thing, and then yeah. I mean, the idea is really yes, yeah, try and cut down on touts. Have it straight to your phone. Just, just make it really awkward for touts. Yeah, yeah. Touts is a big problem. It's well, not so much for us, but other teams. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a couple of years ago, I was on a train to Man United with my dad, and we were chatting to some people, and they were amazed that our tickets were like 30 quid. Because really? <laughs> <laughs> the way end and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, of and, so, yeah, yeah. and they were too embarrassed to tell us what, what how much their tickets cost. But I think it, it was... Double probably. No, triple, four, four or five dollars. Really? Yeah. I think he, he probably spent close to 100, I think, on his tickets. Wow. Just as a kind of a... And the thing is, most of that money's not going back to the club. That's just going to the person who owns the season yeah. ticket. Yeah. So people are making a lot of money on these season tickets. Yeah. Well, it's like um, what Simon showed us the other day uh, for the Arsenal Tottenham tickets. Um, Arsenal try and charge hundred and hundred and fifty nine pound or something, and that was in one of the cheap seats for Arsenal but that, Tottenham. That wasn't that was account. That's someone else reselling the tickets, and that's what they're trying to get rid of. No, no, Simon. That was from the website. No, no, that was that was a town in my club. Was it? So yeah, it was. I thought it was from the website. No, no I could saw that. I thought it said it was from the actual website. Right, and that's what it's like, oh, that's ridiculous. And then, so he said, oh, to, to go to the Arsenal game, I was thinking, well, the amount you charge for tickets, <laughs> you go to three Palace games for that price. That's like, no, I'm right. <laughs> no, the, the cheap tickets at Arsenal is about 50 quid, 60 quid, not 100. 
but it was first Tottenham that's the thing. Even then, because like, I've been to one of those before, they didn't, they didn't up the price that much. Mm. I think that's more likely to be a town where they're, they're trying to sell on tickets. That's a lot of money, though. Yeah, I'll make it look like what double the price near enough if they get the money for it, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm always curious about some of it where things mess up and they end up charging way less. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it is possible to get a below retail price of, of a Mattel at the time when I mean, you are desperate just to get rid of it, maybe. Yeah. Like, like five minutes before kickoff. Like, yeah. Right. Just good tickets. <laughs> yeah, so just, just give us whatever you, if you've got something in your pocket, give us me. Just don't get rid of it because you don't get rid of it any other way. But like, uh, before the Premier game, went into the club shop just to, you know, because I was there like an hour before. So yeah. it was like, oh, quick look. And um, yeah, so I, tried, I, was, to be honest, I was trying to look at the shirts in person instead of just on the website. And they had, they had all the, the um, dealer shirts were all in stock with all the sizes yeah. and stuff. And But the, the blue and the white fur kit that it only had, I think, I think it's like a four or five XL and then a medium. And everyone seemed to have bought that fur kit instead of like the yellow kit. And, um, which is a surprise because I look at the yellow kit and when you actually see a purple person, it looks really nice. Obviously, you've got the eagle kind of embossed this uh, shiny. woven. Yeah. Shiny, shiny eagle. Yeah, Watermark, shiny. I think. The real, yeah, like the Watermark kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it like, looks really smart. And then, but, and then you also, but then I noticed the detail of like, it's got the old Crystal Palace in the yellow, the white and blue and white one. Yeah. But you don't really see it on the pictures and such. Especially when they first released it, I looked at the yellow key, I was like, mm. they, they released a special like thing showing you the. Oh, no, no, I was, yeah. when I saw another picture, but the first picture I saw of it, like, it was just a terrible picture. It wasn't official from the club. I looked at it, and, but then you see a person and you're like, oh, it's actually quite nice. But the main one I want to get is home shirt. <laughs> but obviously, that's not in the club shops. That's not even probably in the country at the moment. And no. But that's the nicest one out, out of all of them <laughs> by quite a bit. You're the barbershop one. <laughs> you do look like a barbershop boy. Yeah, no, it's it's the smartest one out out of the three and um yeah, every time I see see us playing it, like the red the red really pops and it like it's really kind of um stand out kind of thing. And uh at this rate, I mean we're gonna get them what, November, December time? It's like half the season and why why would I pay pre order forty five, fifty quid? And I could probably get it by then half the price because it's halfway through the season, you know. But surely, like the club itself would have to give refunds to the fans if that's the case. By the time they finally get it, then the prices would go down. You'd, you'd hope anyway. I mean, it, it leads to them not putting the price down. I mean, it will probably means that, that so they won't. Like the whole season. It will stay up until about March. What, and then yeah, like, no, <laughs> then it will go down to like like what, two for thirty quid or something. I've got a feeling they haven't over ordered, maybe. Because well, the prior years, I mean, the point is they probably... They just want to get some over, I think, at this moment, didn't they? That's the thing, at least for people... Well, no, but it's still in transit. Because it's, it's going by ship, it's not where, going where by... Where is it coming from, do you know? Or? I don't know which country it's coming from, but I think the, the point is it's probably from Quick Asia. Yeah. And if you're doing, like, a big boat of orders, if you miss... Uh, I saw it in somewhere. They were talking about it and stuff. It said if you miss... Like Chinese New Year before you order, the chances are you're not going to get until much later. Right. And effectively, with everything going on at the moment in the world, that lot it's not just pallet. There's a lot of clubs that have got issues with kits. Yeah, yeah. 
and stuff. So effectively, it's just it's not in the it's in the ship, and the ship's gonna take forever to get here. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, you don't know when it's gonna come here. Like, said it comes, maybe like a massive rush, club shot people. Yeah, I think the ones that were in now probably been um, airmailed. As <laughs> 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 you dope so, like, you're randomly you see one of our fans wearing it, like, oh, they're finally out there then. Uh, that's it. Or it'd be on Twitter or something. So, oh, finally got the shirt. You know, three months after I ordered it. <coughs> That's true, actually. It's going to be close tonight. Sorry? It is going to be close to like three months, isn't it? Like? Yeah, I mean, well, end of September now. So, yeah, it would have been start of August. Yeah. So, by the time they're probably out, if it's the end of October, it'll be three months, yeah. So, um, yeah, no, so I mean, I was also after the, the Zenith top, uh, Zenith data final top but again people would have completely rated that and that was like, I think it was a small and like a medium left and that was it so and we got back in stock Mark yeah well that's that, that's when they were back in stock I looked at it as well and I was like oh, people that like, literally jumped on it so quickly so um yeah yeah so well, at some point I will get one of them <laughs> don't know when don't know how I'll get one of them, like at some point so but yeah. Right, should we move on to the next part? Yeah, we'll go on to the second part. We'll see you in the break. See you in the break. And we're back. We're back, part two. Uh, this part we'll talk about our new signings. I mean, we brought in eight people in the end. <laughs> You're gonna count them on your list. No, I'm not counting. I'm just, I think it was eight. <laughs> I can't remember. We brought in a few players. Yeah, as, as we know, we got rid of Chris opening his beer up. Uh, we got rid of obviously a lot of players over the summer. They got out of contract and you know kept on a couple of players. So we had to make some signings in the end. And from what we've seen so far, they're all like well, majority of what we've seen, and they're all doing decent all right at the moment. So, uh, yeah, let's go for the list of the players we brought in right, and what we think of how well they played. So, start with um, at centre back, uh, Joe Jim Anderson. And he brought in £15 million plus add ons, according to some you know, websites. I mean, you check Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> that's, one of their, that's one of their websites that that's always facts. <laughs> Was he, uh, on yeah, obviously uh, everyone's 18. Everyone's got to be 18, so it's got to be real. <laughs> uh, long known film last year. Um, was one of their standout performers and he showed a lot of uh, different qualities, like leadership-wise and how well we can actually defend some stuff. And from what we've seen at the moment, he's impressed me as well. I mean, He's done really well with his partnership as well. Like, yeah, like, like, him, him and Gay have actually formed a good partnership straight away, haven't they? Like, together, I mean... We got him relatively early in transfer window. I think it was it July, late July? Just after the Euros, wasn't it? So, yeah, it was after finished at the Euros, and it was it's weird because we signed him with the pictures in the hotel. Well, oh, quarantining. Yeah, he, he was quarantining, yeah. He had, he had the shirts and uh, quarantining in the hotel. The weirdest uh, release photos, I think, ever, really. <laughs> it felt really 90s. <laughs> it, did, it, did very, it felt very old, and just like, I'll just take a picture of the shirt. Just for, just for Instagram, it felt like. <laughs> 
way to announce that he's here, sort of thing. <laughs> I know he did. Uh, do you reckon that they were getting him to do like fitness videos or something while he was? He, he must have been. I mean, straight off the Euros, I suppose he was probably at that time of just relaxing. He's doing like, like lots of Pilates. <laughs> well, he's stuck in a room, so like, he's obviously come off the Euros of training every day with Denmark, with the Danish team. Yeah. He, he, in theory, he should have been on holiday at that point. So, like, match finishes would have been fine, but I think just keeping up a day to day fitness routine, you know, just maybe just have a, like a job or something around the hotel room. <laughs> Maybe they maybe they send him, maybe the club send them like some gear, like a bike or something. I don't know. A bike would be good, actually. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing if you're quarantined, then that's probably the best thing you could probably get. A bike or a treadmill, I guess, sent to the hotel room. <laughs> not so not, not sure for the other guests if they were doing like that, if especially if you blow his hotel room. But yeah. <laughs> I mean it had a like pretty Good bit of business for us because he actually brings the experience as well like you know cause, i mean the players we have brought with a very much younger set of players so yeah. to have him as well um it does feel weird to someone that's 25 is, is the experience, is the experience yeah, exactly. <laughs> i mean good uh i'll say experience got the experience of being in the international stage and at least a year in Premier league and he's shown last year how well he can actually play. Yeah, he was very much Fulham's best player. Definitely Fulham's best player. I think he captain towards the end of the season as well, didn't he? So, yeah. He's played some good clubs. Yeah, we got him from Leon, wasn't it? So, yeah. He even played for Sampdoria. Yeah, he played for Sampdoria. So, he's like 20 or something like that, wasn't it? It's a while ago, yeah. yeah. 2018. He played a lot of, a lot of games uh, two, three years ago, though. Run 32 games and then Leon snaps him up. But yeah, so uh, pretty good business, I think. I mean, he's still like young as well. We've got, I think it's a big contract as well, wasn't it? If I say, like, five year contracts, four year contracts, something like that. So, I think yeah, pretty much everyone other than yeah, um, I think one was five year contract, wasn't it? Probably yeah. Hughes, I think. Yeah. And probably Matthews. Probably. Matthews is like, yeah, a year or two. Mm. And that's the same for all. For, Choice keepers, yeah, and that's all we're we'll talking about. Matthews, as <laughs> um, mentioned him a little bit already. Uh, Gahey, we got Mark Gahey from Chelsea, like I'm surprised Anderson. I'm, I'm very surprised. I mean, like the price, I think, suppose you paid about 18 million for him as well. And the prices that Chelsea seem to get for the youngsters with zero experience in like championship or anything. He's crazy anyway. Like we got him a good couple of years' experience and proven how solid he is. And uh, yeah, another young young player, twenty one. Um, yeah, it's not not bad. Uh, a bit of business for two centre backs, and we got rid of Cahill, Sacco, uh, Dan. You know. I think part of the point is while well, the fee might be large on this one. Reading between the lines, I don't think the wages are too huge. Can't, yeah, can't see his wages being. More, uh, more than uh, Anderson's, especially at the time when they and they and they probably bought Anderson was uh, probably Leon was spending the cash quite a bit right at the same time they bought the pie in and stuff and everything. So, but yeah, so uh, another centre back, like it's pretty solid. Um, I saw a stat before the Brian game that he's yeah, yeah, one of four players, four centre backs that haven't been dribbled around. Yeah, it's in the whole of the English league this season. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty good stats, to be honest. Um, 
I just feel like those stats might be error prone. Like it just happened; it's not been counted. He, he does. He does come out quite quick, and like, he comes out quick to um, get some players. There's like no respite for the player on the ball if he if as long as um, whoever's in front of him steps back and he can quickly go get him. He's he's quite quick at going out to get the ball. Well, and both of them seem to get so far forward sometimes. Yes, yeah, like, just like a good old run up there every now and then, doesn't he? Yeah, so, yeah, but. One of the, I think it was the, what was the Tottenham game? I mean, he clattered someone, Anderson, and then ended up almost going forward, almost for like a one on one. Like he, he kind of went round from the left ring yeah. and was making a run towards the centre. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, what's he doing? Boy, it's like a rush of blood to the head, and that Just was it. Like, it was like, I'm, I've gone forward and I'm too far up to worry about it now. So but then, like, the, the referee thought, oh, come on. I mean, the whole thing was a pointless. Mm. I mean, them two times together, I mean, sorry, play, what, six games together, I think. They look like they played together for a lot more games. Yeah, they've really, got a proper they, partnership going. Their partnership's got, got very good. The only, the only worry I've got with it is um, if one of them gets injured, back up centre back, like to replace them, hopefully they can come in and. Straight away, form partnership. I mean, backups in the back of the rest of the moment. Tompkins. Tompkins and then Kelly, I think, isn't it? I don't think Kelly used to play for anyone. No, just, well, he's on the bench the other day, I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> just because we have, we have a seen number of players on the bench. But yeah, Tompkins has always been a, a solid backup. And well, he's, he's a good centre, mate. He's playing the first team. Sacco had a very good partnership as well. So um, he, he's experienced enough to probably come in straight away and do the business if we call upon him if one of them do get injured. Right, so that's always good. But yeah, they're, they're both impressive. Like they're playing, they're the quickness to defend, and the on the ball itself, the long passing from Anderson, his passing over to Wings has been pretty spot on, to be honest. Well, we were doing this routine on, on goal kicks, and like the first couple of times, it, it was short goal kick to, to Anderson, and he would drill it mm. forwards. The idea trying to push this Brighton game. We were trying. I think we were trying to, to launch the ball over the centre backs for, for something for the for the um, tack- for yeah, for mainly for like AU to kind of run onto, mm. and then did that twice, and the centre backs got so far back that you could then do a low part, lowish pass to and to AU in front of him. Yeah. So he would, they would have to go back to it and get it, and I was like, oh, that that's been worked on. That's a routine. That's yeah, not it's definitely been worked on. Yeah, yeah. That's not like um. It's, it's almost like it's direct but not direct at the same time because you kind of make them think that you're playing a long ball but you're not you're just doing direct play just to get up there but you're also making them think you're going to do it so you go full, full way back for a unit to run back and get the ball yeah like, if the defense go too far it back big space it gives a you an easy kind yeah. of ball to control and then yeah and then pass whereas yeah or if they go too far forward to try and stop that ball from happening yeah They'll try and go over the top of them. Yeah, yeah. And challenge them that way. It's, it's working so far. I'm impressed with both of them already. Right, the way they can actually pass the ball about and around the fence, and they're quite calm as well doing it. Bit of like call ahead that you need instead of trying to hurry up the play and be like, oh no, what to do? What to do? I need to get rid of it. So it's always nice to see. Uh, I'll see another one from Chelsea on loan. Yearly uh, loan. Yearly loan. I really hope a loan to buy, to be honest, but 
I don't. Know. I think the thing with him is, is I don't see him breaking into the Chelsea team. I don't, but I did hear that he did do an interview where he said he hopes to replicate what Mason Mount did at Chelsea. So uh, fair play to him. Obviously, he can't say nothing bad against Chelsea because he's still on their books. So, well, no, every player will back themselves like, to, to do it to at the do, top, yeah. the top, top level. Chelsea so have so many midfielders and in a position that he wants to play as well. I mean, Loftus Cheeks even been playing for him recently. You know, and he's sort of been out of Chelsea kind of frame for. He's been on the naughty step three years, probably. Like. I think they just can't. They can't shift him. They want to shift him, but they can't. And effectively, Tunji likes him, and he changed the game from against Man City. I mean, result wasn't great in the end, but he changed the game and came off from. You know, so in the, the same position of where Gallagher. Yeah. You know, so the thing is, they just sign. It seems to sign a centre every season. Yeah. So the competition there is so so high. Well, yeah, they just signed Sol as well, aren't they? So, yeah. And, it's just not so it, it's just <laughs> one of those things of I think that he's a player that they're, they're holding on to him. Because they think his value is going to go up, yeah. and eventually he's going to be sold. Yeah, yeah. And it might be for a silly amount. Yeah. Well, it's been last year he played for West Brom. You know, like like Anderson, the team that went down, but both of them were star men for yeah. the teams. Like apart from Pereira was probably more the star man for West Brom, but Colo Gallagher weren't far behind. The thing is, he was playing a very different role for them. He was kind of much yeah. more a battler for them, kind of. Um, <laughs> just clattering into people constantly. Yeah, yeah. yeah so this this season he's clearly been told he wants to be uh Vieira's and he's told he wants him to be a further up the pitch and get in that box, get in the space, get behind the strikers if you need to be. But also a bit of a box to box as well. Like, I mean he's got so well, we haven't got the ball, he's, he's running everywhere. He's got, <laughs> got good legs and him, like and he's got he's literally everywhere. It's almost like uh, a younger Jimmy Mack, you know. Because, like, Jimmy, we know, he's been there for years at Palace, he, he doesn't give up. Just run, run, run all day long. It's in the tank, still goes, goes everywhere. But Griffin and Gallagher, I think he's got that, that composure on the ball and the quick feet that, that MacArthur doesn't doesn't have and probably didn't have, really. But So it's that extra, you know, quality in there sort of thing. I mean, he's, he's one of the quickest, I think, lone players we've had that's been... Wow, this guy! <laughs> you know we don't, we don't have many of them. I mean, when when lots of sheep finally got into the team, that's a point us, though. Like, like he was that as well. But we don't get many loan players. You think straight away, oh, this player's something. Yeah, it feels like more like a loan from the, when you're in the championship and you get a loan player and they totally change your team. Mm. Whereas before, it feels like our other loans we've had from Chelsea have just been players to fill up the squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've not been the, the kind of main man. Yeah, he seems to like this role as well. He's getting a lot, getting a lot of the ball and is able to put his foot in when needed as well. And like going forward, is the player who kind of was missing a little bit, I think, for the last couple of years. Like a player like that would be running around like a crazy person, get the ball, and then be confident on the ball to keep going forward with it. And draw a drew the foul against Brighton that will suck away. And uh, yeah, when he's got that what. I suppose that counts as an assist, what, two goals and three assists, I think, in his first, what, five games? He's, he's racking up those fancy racking points. Up, uh, the points on fantasy. <laughs> uh, whoever's got him on fantasy in our draft group is getting the points up, I think, quite well. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, yeah, so you've got man match against Brentford for us as well. You can see straight away, he's, well, this just needs to play all the time like that would be brilliant right? if he can carry it on for the rest of the season 
like that, the same intensity, then yeah. we've got a brilliant player on our hands this year at least. Like, and hopefully for more years to come, if, if, if we're lucky enough for Chelsea to be like, he's not get into our team at all. Well, I think the thing with this is, I think there's a very good chance to go on loan next year as well. Hopefully, the one we're the ones to get him and not fanny about because it's the it's a World Cup year. I don't think anyone was going to mess around, and it's just going to be one of those things of join him again. And be like, yeah, sure. Yeah. This time you're paying this, and it'd be like, okay, we'll pay more. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. I think if that's the case, we would end up putting a buy buy clause as well. I don't know. That'd be interesting to agree to that because <laughs> <laughs> if he does get into that, that World Cup squad. Then well, yeah, that's when they could start being like, Oh, money. It's almost like what happened with Lost G when he got into the squad with Palace. And I think yeah. he just wasn't willing to pay at the time. There was it 20 million off or something. It's also his wages. Right? I mean, there's rumors that he's, on lot, he's on a lot of wages at Chelsea, not yeah. Think, yeah. Uh, but last couple of Chelsea fans, our friends that we know, and it, like, he tells us some the same crazy money. Like, I mean, good for him, you know. But it does put off a lot of, play, uh, a lot of teams because you're going to want us probably the same amount, if not more, you know. So, I think you can get more. Like, I think they're, from what I've heard, it's like 150k a week. Yeah, it's which a lot, is that's a lot for someone that hasn't played for your team that many times. Yeah, the industry history he's got. Yeah, certainly. That's the thing nowadays, though. I'm still only, it must be only, what, 24? If that. It's been quite a few years. Same that ages Anderson, I think. Yeah, yeah, probably about 25, maybe, yeah. So yeah, another another signing that we made. That, I mean, great debut against Tottenham. Uh, Edward, uh, Celtic, fourteen million plus add-ons. Like I said before, if that, that could be right, who knows? And if it is right, that's a good, decent wage for a good striker. Uh, a decent wage, uh, decent money for even for a striker. Yeah, yeah strikers normally have a premium, but he did have only have one year on his, on his contract. One year's contract left, yeah. So I think that that did help. I mean. We, I think most Palace fans have been, we've been looking at him for the last couple of years, haven't we? Thinking, I think we should go for him. I think we should go for him. Especially like, last year, I think there was talks of us looking at him, wasn't there? But the, the prices weren't right. And I think they wanted nearly double for him at the time last year. I mean, Celtic are desperate for money. They're not in the Champions League anymore. Yeah. I think, yeah, the, to get something from him was the result for them, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's out of, out of the two, which, but uh, out of two players that were towers him or um, Nketiah from Arsenal, I think it would have been Edouard or Werner anyway, because Nketiah hasn't shown at yeah, Arsenal what he can do, and he's a little bit younger, yeah. But like for his chances at Arsenal, he's got he hasn't shown enough for me. I've seen compared to a guy that's scoring thirty goals a year, yes, in the Scottish league, but. Well, the thing is, it's such a, right such a mess. Places at the right time. Like it, it, you, you, you have some teams that are kind of League One level. You have some teams that are League Two level. You have some teams that are Championship level. You have some teams that are Premiership level. Yeah. It's all over the place. And if you look at these European scoring rate, it wasn't like amazing. I think last year, um, I think he got uh, eight goals in Europe. From I think it was, like, which isn't too bad, not too shabby. I don't know who they're playing though. That's the thing. And I'm guessing. I think he scored eight goals in the European title. Last year, yeah. No, in total. Not not in last year. Oh, I thought it was last year. No, no, no. Mark, he wouldn't have scored eight goals in Europe. Because then he'd be signed for someone like Barcelona. They only played like seven games in Europe last... No, they played eight games in Europe last year. Well, even when they dropped down to... Yeah, because they'd be like... So, okay, so they'd be qualifiers probably. I'm forgetting about, but... 
Let's have a look at this. Just have a quick Wikipedia check on these ones. I'm not sure. I heard somewhere that it was, but we'll have to have a quick look at that one. That uh, uh, only shows me um, what he's done in the league on Wikipedia, so we have to find another one there. Alright, you feel, I find. Yeah. So yeah, so, I mean, the first what, twenty seconds coming on against Tottenham. Very good. Exactly what we needed for a striker. We just, you know, just brought in and brought off the bench as well. And exactly what the first thing you want to do is. Get off, the, like, get off on the right foot, score your first goal for the club. And then within, what, a few minutes, wasn't it? Literally two minutes. Second chance he gets, straight in the back of the net again. Although well, those finishes weren't like amazing. They were amazing, but I think there's one of the ones where you, you need to rush it just to just just get, get a shot on target. And that, that's what you want with strikers. You want them on, on target at the end of the day, don't you? Exactly what he did. We have numbers. Okay, we've got lots of lots of numbers here, lots of stats. Yeah, so if we go to this domestic leagues, international clubs. That's what Europe is, isn't it? International club, yeah. So he scored fifteen goals in Europa League last year. He scored three. Okay, so that's not too bad though. Matches played nineteen and fifteen goals. Yeah, in Europa League. In Europa League, in Champions League, two and nine. Okay. Yeah, so it also it depends of. Uh, you know who he's playing, of course, but that's still not a bad return. Though. Nineteen appearances in Europe in Europe League. I mean, we ain't got many players in our squad that played in Europe League. Have we got like, loads of players that played in Europe League in our squad? Pretty much all our foreign players have played in Europe League or Champions League. Mm. Well, half our squad then, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just. Uh, we're hoping for a European tour this year at some point. That, that'd be lovely. Just to have Wilf playing in for a Palace squad in Europe would be just beautiful. I'd love it, but it's not going to happen. It's no, not going to happen. We've got FA Cup still. We're still winning one cup this yeah, year. We haven't We've scored one cup. In years, Mark. In years. <laughs> we didn't even score against Saturday United. Yeah, that, that, was, um, that was a terrible show. Just watching football in general. That was a weird, weird game. That's only my game. Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're talking about a little bit of Sunday night. We've got, obviously, the, the goalie, Remy Matthews. Well, no, I want to say, you said, <laughs> we said all we're going to say about him. That's all we need to say. <laughs> He's there. Third, third choice, under 23, basically. Um, I don't go to the training, it, it doesn't... <laughs> like, that's all we need to know about him. He's, he's just there for the back off, back up of the backup, basically. So, yeah. Um, I suppose that feels like a backup, Will Hughes. Yeah, Will Hughes. Um, I mean, strange one. I mean, I understand it in a way, but because he, he would play well, in the no, same no. position as Milivojevic and McCarthy. No, he, no? he'll be... He'll be further forward than that. So, well, if, I really like him at Derby. Derby, he was a right winger slash attacking midfielder. Yeah. At Watford, he became kind of a centre midfielder. Only in the championship for Watford, he became a defensive midfielder. Right. So generally speaking, he's a kind of a, a midfielder that's very good at passing, but which might be a good one for his Milivojevic isn't playing. Because he'll, he'll play the role passing wise. He'll probably replace either MacArthur or Gallagher. That would be the position he plays. Backup to Gallagher, more likely. Probably, I think, then. 
Yeah. By a bit of a purple because it's a weird situation, wasn't it? Is uh, this year at Watford? I don't know if it was just because he was outspoken about wanting to move back to a Premier League club. They put him down to reserves and that, didn't they? So well, his contract ran out. So the wait, well, so his contract I think there was only one year left. Oh, at Watford. So and he said he didn't want to renew it. Right. I mean, um, we got him for six million plus add-ons, whatever the add-ons is. I mean, what bad business? I mean, good good experience in the Premier League. He's been playing what, for about three years, three years or so in Premier League, and you know it's not like we're buying someone straight out of the Championship that's had no experience at what twenty six. You know, so um, you know you can drive at defenders hopefully, and see, you know see what you can do. You can, you can see what actually because he hasn't come off the bench yet in the three games he's been on the bench. So no, I don't know if that's just more a fitness thing or if just no, no, I thought no. against uh, against Brighton he might have come off the bench to be honest. Like just because uh, I think thinking myself I thought he was defensive, like defensive kind of player, so I thought he might come on uh, off the bench anyway. Uh, I think the, the... I mean, what was his the only stats for him for last year? What did he get for him in the Championship last year? Well, he's, he, what, he started 21 games. And the Premier League before that, the relegation year, he started 27. I don't know why I'm just listening, yeah. listening numbers. Like, Jeremy Spinney, he's got a lot of good minutes for them, to be yeah. fair. Um, but I think, their game sort of thing, yeah. But I think, generally speaking, he's got a player that's going to be in and around the team. But the team's doing well, so he's not going to change it too much. So yeah. he's got to wait until... Well, this is the this. thing, yeah, because I mean, we're not exactly playing badly. No. Results are yet to come properly, apart from against Tottenham. I mean, I'm sure all Palace fans are gutted about the Monday night result. That sickening last bloody minute, crappy goal kick to have been crappy, no one sticking their foot out to defend it. That's what yeah, I'm that piss me off, that did. But that <laughs> is in concentration happen when you play, especially when you're playing that kind of, this kind of high press. Yeah. Players get tired and they make mistakes. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, like, yeah, so, you know, I think our, our final signing, we um, oh, haven't said anyone about it, is uh, Alise, Michael Alise, yeah. or, or Mikel Alise, I don't know what he goes by, because he's, fr- he's French, isn't it? So I'm assuming Mikel, possibly, not Michael. But, um, eight million pound Reading, uh, what was got young player of the year last year, I think, in the championship. Uh, it was our first signing, or sorry, Fiera's first signing. My five year contract, 19 year old, winger, with attack midfielder. Um, yeah, decent year last year, seven goals, 12 assists in 46 championship matches at 19. That's a pretty good return. Like the first, probably first couple of seasons, sort of thought. You've been, been already in all the fall, yeah, and uh. Yeah, young player of the year is pretty impressive. I mean, I think Wolf got that once, didn't he? I think back in the day for us. Um, you got the player of the season. Well, you get player of the season, but that's even better. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I mean, it's what we kind of want to be doing, but um, I think we need to, to taper expectations a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we also had like Thomas Ince with us for, for six months, it's very true. and he, yeah, very, he he was very highly rated. And then they kind of went all horribly wrong. Yeah. So I think you've got to kind of, hopefully he's really good. 
It's hard to try in the Premier League, he's not had enough yeah. minutes to really show. I think the other thing is with Palace fans, including himself, is what Ezzy did last year, the way he just flew yeah. into a team. Oh, well, actually, and, and it took also, him about five, six games to really get into it, but once he got into it, like, brilliant plan. Like, loved him straight away after that, really. And I think we're kind of expected in. Elise, when he finally gets in, is to do the same. But I think they're very much two different players. It's also, uh, I feel also um, Gay as well, a player coming from the Championship that effectively has kind of come in very quickly and very easily. Yeah. Because it sets the expectation. It's really well, yeah. It's, it sets the expectations that he's going to do the same. And I, yeah. Uh, I'm just a bit nervous that he's not. I think he's obviously he came to us with an injury, so he didn't obviously. It well, he didn't even play in the under twenty three games because he came he came straight from uh what was it I think twelve week or something back injury or something yeah and like straight away he was like early on the sidelines for us he had no preseason he hadn't he hasn't played for um the twenty three he's gone into our first team and sat on the bench and he's he's played what ten minutes here and there I mean the first game against um, when he came off against uh, when he came on sorry against oh shit who was it. We need a couple of games, man. Like Liverpool. A couple of games ago. Liverpool, no. that one. I think was it Liverpool. I remember now. He played, but he, he he did pretty well. Like he had got on the ball and he did quite well. And uh, so yeah, I mean, hopefully, minutes played. Obviously played. So he played nine minutes against Liverpool and five minutes against. Tottenham. Tottenham, yeah. So it's not a lot of, lot of minutes. No, it's not. But, you know, so even to assert yourself to a game, but then you, you player coming off the bench. Not I don't know, because we had that, that youngster that got released. Oh, what's his name? What, what team was about? Um, a Palace? Or? Palace youngster was released this year, but he was, he got his debut against Norwich. Was it Norwich? Oh, um, we're talking of uh, Pierrick, Brandon Pierrick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so he had, yeah, yeah. He had time off the bench. Really looked nice. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, then, the and then, looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And now he's kind of he's playing in Scandinavia. Yeah, he's playing in Denmark. So I'm not saying he's going to be like that. But I'm just saying, that let's wait until I, I think the, the, he's like, starting. He got more minutes to see. Like Tottenham game, that would have been his debut. Um, five minutes there was just to give him. We've already, we already won the game at that point. Um. No, it's just oh, actually no, we didn't because he actually was the one that put the, the ball through to uh, Edward anyway, didn't he? And so Edward's yeah, enough to help Edward up for the second goal. So I mean, uh, that's a pretty good start anyway. <laughs> Already like we, we drove forward and got us going forward, which is what we wanted at that stage. I mean, so hopefully we can get more more minutes in, like you know somewhere. I think at the moment uh, I want to see what he can do from the start and maybe swap over AU. For these age, see what we can do. Like give give AU a bit of a, especially after that miss against Brighton, because he's gonna get he's been getting a lot of stick lately. It's probably um, see what he can do straight from the like off the bench. But yeah, so that's so that's, that's been our, our our new signings. So uh, yeah, we're doing stuff for the break for the Vieira chat. Can we come back and we talk about Vieira? All right, see you in a second.
Okay, welcome back, part three. Um, this one we're going to Vieira tactics and styles, you know, change of styles and tactics and yeah, ticky tacks, ticky tack of football now. So, you know, I suppose compared to boring and dull. Being harsh, man. <laughs> he got points. He got points, but he got points. It, it hurt my eyes to watch. But he got points, man. He got points but because of him keeping us around in the division, treading water. Got us to this point where we can now splash cash and be fun. Luckily, not not, not luckily, skillfully. Hurt my eyes though. Oh, I'm not saying it's pretty. <laughs> it definitely wasn't pretty. At no point I'm saying it's pretty. <laughs> I'm just saying respect the man. Oh, no, I've got respect. We should have been. I thought you were bringing him up. <laughs> just no. But yeah, no. So yeah, um, obviously the the much improved look of our team now, and obviously younger legs in our team. We can actually run around a lot more now for the under the area, which is good because obviously the high press, they're doing a lot more press, and you know trying to you know get to the players first, especially in the first first half against Brighton. I think it was probably the it's shown a lot more than the other games. I think. Who was surprised how bad Brighton are at passing? Once you challenge them, once you actually come close to them, they were a bit um, sloppy, weren't they? Yeah, especially just... after last year, and there was always praise by everyone in the media. Everything, how nice they play, how well they're doing. It was just they just wasn't putting the ball back in there. As soon as we went and chased them down, they was like, oh. Oh no! Oh damn! And then kick all out, or it'd be a sloppy kick to back to our defenders, or what? Then we just basically go back at them again. And uh, yeah, I think the press, the way we press and stuff into the final third, you know, trying to get back from its possession was good to see. And like being actually in, in the stand like yourself, I think just as a fan watching it, like it gets the crowd up because you're like, yes, go on, get get to them, get to them, right? Yeah. You know? And it gives you a more of a boost to actually, this is what we've been wanting to see for a while, is our team going to press, not to hopefully wait to get the ball back and then go on a, a counter, not a counter, just go on a, a slow attack there, you get the ball back quick and then straight away it makes them think, oh no, you know, all they're doing. There's a couple of times where... Not actually caught anyone out yet. Which is, well, we've not, we not scored directly so much silly. No, but they did got scored back and on the edge of the area a couple of times. Yeah, we've got a couple of corners, but us corners. from corners are rubbish. They, they're slightly improving, though. I think those corners are still rubbish. Look, we put... This is one thing. We put Milivojevic week, uh, on Monday back on corners. His corner-taking for the last two years has been shite, to be honest. And we've got a player like Gallagher, who's not going to be winning headers in the box, because he's not exactly the tallest player. He's not in the box when he's um, when the corner's going. Yeah, so he's, he's just outside. Take, he could take the corner, so you, you've probably got like Walker's a decent cross on the from the sideline, so now and then. So I've I mean, never seen him take a corner. Though. No, no, he's not going to corner. Oh, no, no you see him take corners there. No, no, just generally, like these crosses are not. I mean, some of his crosses are pretty good though, but I mean, it's fair. He doesn't do a lot of them, but I've seen him get a couple. Like, well, I wouldn't have put that in his strengths. Oh no, definitely got that. Uh, that's that's yeah. the thing across. Yeah. I think like just having a voyage back on them and just no. They're just they'll go too far over. Not even anywhere near where our players are. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the one time I don't think it's helped by the players he's crossing to. We haven't got an aggressive header over the ball. Well 
I noticed, um, oh, who was it? I think it, I think it might be the Tottenham game, which Gay can get the ball on his head, but he's not very good at him at all. He got yeah. no really where to where it's going. So I think Jeremy's being his corners are just, just which is annoying, but I think that's one thing he can work on. And, and if he gets it right, then brilliant because he can get get up there and get the ball. It's just a matter of actually getting direction wise, it's not great. So I mean, I see a work in progress for that. So, but yeah, um, see, not just that, look, the new good goal kick thing. Obviously, we're starting off from the back, aren't we? What's your old, feelings on the new goal kick thing? Because the goal, goal kicks make me nervous. Um, yeah. Playing around the back makes me nervous. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm not saying that they're not good at it. It just makes me nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I just go, like, shit, 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 shit. It's, it's going to go bad. Going bad. Against Brentford, we, we, this first time I saw us doing it. And yeah, I was constantly on the edge of my shit, on, on the edge of my, my seat, shitting myself. Because Brentford playing very high line and their press yeah. was constant during that game. And it was horrible to watch. And I was like, stop doing it. What, what, what I can't keep, I just hoof it instead of us passing it to Anson or Gay and then them hoofing it anyway. Why <laughs> just get them further forward away from other fans? Anderson is better at hoofing it. Oh, yeah, he no, is. No, he's really there, good at it. During, during that game, it was constant and it was just like, why can't um, Groyton do that? Why does he have to pass it for Anderson to do that? And then straight away, they get it back, and then you're so far back in your box that <laughs> you've got to sprint out <laughs> to get one to push up. Let Guy take it, but you can see why teams do it, and it's it's worked out a few times for us as well. It's like playing out the back and get it to the middle. The way we play now, or you know, passing it around, getting the space, and making move, passing move, passing move, passing move. Yes, it works, but against Brentford, I think it was, it was too new to do that straight yeah. away. We're still learning the, the position of play where everybody is still very much, um, very much new to the system. It was probably not the right time to do it. But in the yeah, against Brighton, you can see it works very well each time until Maguire had to take the goal kick at the end. <laughs> but that was just hoof. A terrible hoof. Um, One of the things we're going to mention about that is um, strategies is the way that we play when we're attacking. It feels like we've got like a zonal attack where. Um, Effectively, you you have Mitchell on the left that takes that kind of left byline. Yeah. Then Zaha takes the area between that and, and the main striker. The main striker's in the middle. Then you've got Gallagher that will come in and attack that area between the main striker and AU. And AU stays on the wing. Yeah. And AU is the one that then kind of is then on the byline. Yeah. And then effectively, you kind of in the half spaces, you've kind of got MacArthur and then you've got Ward. Yeah, and it feels like that, that, that it is. I've not seen Palace attack like that, especially with Gallagher almost becoming like an inside forward. Yeah, yeah. So when yeah, we when since we've been in the Premier League, we've never done that at all. I don't think even like right. for the Championship, I can't remember us attacking to in those kind of like zones. So intently, it's all about there, no, no. Especially yeah. with one wing, effectively that one wing is kind of AU's kind of role, and the other yeah. wing is Mitchell's role. As much as a fullback, you normally have a fullback. He does like to come inside quite a bit, though. That's the, that's the other thing. Sometimes he just needs to probably stay out there because Gallagher's in the middle for you for him to do that. Well, no, I think the, the point is it's them two linking up together. Mm. That's the good thing. And sometimes they'll swap. So sometimes 
Gallagher will be the one further wide, and he'll be the one slightly more in the middle. Yeah. And the thing is with, with AU is he might be better in the slot in the middle. I think that him being out, I mean, he's probably better as a striker, as our kind of third choice striker, rather than a winger. As me, yeah, definitely, I agree. He shouldn't be on the wing. Like he's, I mean, it looks like um, Mateta's probably done, and I'm assuming we're going to cancel. I thought, sorry, I thought in January. I did feel sorry for, for him because he's never really had a huge amount of minutes. Chances, yeah. And maybe he'll come back from this, but but it doesn't look like it from pre-season yeah. based on. But yeah, yeah. He didn't look like in a good preseason either. And he was in the league cup in, good, in, the, good, good in the first league game and the league cup, and it didn't look great for him either in that either. So, no. I mean, it's a shame because it came with promise. I mean, he would always be known for that back hill, but whatever happens, that's going down as one of the top goals. <laughs> you know, he's scoring as well. A weird quiz question, it, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, brilliant, then, like, and. It's a shame, but yeah, I agree. AU should not be on the wing. Should. I don't know. I don't want him covering there. If he's coming on off the bench to cover the year, fair enough. But all your injuries at the moment, I think the only problem is at the moment there's probably only Lise that um, could be on that wing, and he hasn't got the minutes yet to say, "Yep, that's where." Yeah, that's the thing that makes me nervous about. Yeah, so we need to give him more minutes to see if he can do that on there. I mean, otherwise, it's it's a straight away anyway. Let's be honest, when he comes back, and maybe we swap Zaha back to the right, or yeah, put, put Zaha on to the right, and then, right, then, and then, then left, and, and or, or, yeah, you know, and it change in the game, whatever they are, yeah, you know, do that's the thing. But, um, yeah, but obviously, talking about press, like, yeah, it's press and stuff, got Ooh. massive, like, well, massive stats compared to first game of the season against Chelsea. The pressing sequences against Chelsea was only seven, but then against Brentford, we did 18. West Ham 12, Tottenham 12. I mean, I'm surprised about the Tottenham one because, I mean, we, I think more, it's probably more down to how much possession we had against them. So we didn't have to press that much because we absolutely destroyed Tottenham, to be honest, in that game. And then Liverpool again, 18 presses. And I haven't got a Brighton stats on there, but in the first half, it, you know, it, we pressed and it was really, like, we did really, really well in that, in them games. Which you can see where he wants to, Quickly get the, you know, our team to get that ball back quickly to start start again and get it back and then go, go for the teams again. Especially you know, we're playing a four three three in a way or four five one, however we want to see it. But yeah, no. So yeah, it's just like possession is definitely the thing we want, and you've got to think of possession, keep ball possession wise. Compared to last year, I mean, it's not up by a lot, but last year, there's like. The only part of that is, is the unequal. Like, it's so the last year we played everyone twice. This time, we've played a couple of top teams. Yeah. So you, you kind of you have the kind of the. Even if it's Brighton, we didn't have more. We didn't have a huge amount of possession there. No. So that's not included on that. Our possession stats were like. It went down a 49? Yeah. 49 for this season, then. But you've got to think also that the teams we've already played, like. Like we played some big teams already, like some teams, all, yeah, teams. I mean, four of them have uh, been European teams this year, like including West Ham, which is shot to anyone anyway. Like, and, uh, and strangely, Chelsea, Tottenham, West Ham, all very good, well, quality sides. I mean, three of them are, you know, big Champions League sides, you know, normally, like Tottenham included in that. 
But um, to have the possession stats that we've had against them teams average out to be 49%, that's, that's a big, that's pretty big to be honest. Like, compared to what you think against them teams last year, we probably had, what, 30% against them teams on the full? Yeah. Like, if that, there was a few games where we was in the 20s for the possession against them teams. And, well, yeah, yeah. Like, like 30%. I mean, yeah. the Pius should have a go at them if they'd ever had more than 30%. Yeah. I mean, they were racing the ball. Yeah, and yes. the thing with us is, is it's not actually possession with best interest of like, when we've got possession, we still go for the throat regularly. We're yeah. not, yeah. we're not just hold, we're not passing it along the back line much. Yeah, like, again, we are very much um, getting into the middle part quickly. Instead of doing four or five passes around the back and then maybe passing it back again, to get to the middle quickly and then try and get out their wings to get the ball into that box or any round box and stuff. I mean, you can see what passes games this year, or passing it or an extra. 70, 70 times extra, that's 60 odd times extra, like in, in per game. I mean, it's not a lot massive, but when you think about it, it's like if we're doing it direct as well, it's what you know, it's a lot more than last year. There's a difference like pass ball, keep ball, and uh, well, playing the counter quite a lot of times as well, isn't it? Like, like we're playing a counter attack in football, but also. We're not saying counter-attacks, I'm not... Well, if, if we're getting the ball back quickly, we want to quickly get out to the Cesar or AU on the wings, don't we? We're trying to get it up there quickly just to get into the box. Well, we're still kind of getting the... the there's more passes involved. Mm. I mean, every now and again, you might try and get it over the top with, with like, a, an Anderson pass. Anderson pass, pass over the top, yeah. It's not like it's the main strategy anymore. But yeah, no, I think the changes. The changes in comparison of what we've seen as fans of watching Palace this season has been, well, de- definitely well well received. I think like watching us play is just it's it's quite refreshing to watch us like the way we played this year. Like you watch us on TV and it's actually a joy to watch. Or, you know, go to the games and it's actually a nice game of football to watch instead of thinking, well, oh, what's this rubbish? And I say the other team play well, you know. There's like a lot of games last year or so, especially last year, not being able to go to any games and you had to watch all the games on TV and stuff. Because there was all on TV, you've seen it more to watch it. It's, it's almost like a drag to watch a game of football. It shouldn't be because watching your team play Premier League football, you'd hope it be of Simon, you know, there'd be a bit of something there this year. It's Simon death, personally for me. We're watching a team that's still learning each other, still learning by the way each other play. Very new, new style of play, and it's just you're making them sound like teenage brothers. <laughs> <laughs> still learning each other. Still learning each other. Though, the way they play each other, like with each other, and obviously it's going to work on the training grounds. And you know, Frank Ball tried to change it a lot when he came in, but there was clearly other factors there that just didn't work well, out. The, the ball was trying to do something that was completely foreign and different, it, yeah. And it, he didn't get on with people. Yeah, well, I think. Big thing yeah, ever, he's got the players. He's got people buying into what he wants to do. Yeah, yeah. He's got people trying to do what he what he wants to do. Yeah, definitely. I think you, you see it from what the players you brought in. The first thing they've said is, "I've come here because the way." <laughs> well, he, well, he to be fair, you you also had that version. A lot of them that you know they said they want to play for version, but this this time it's coming. I like the, he, he, like the experiment. I like the way he's told us they want to play, not just playing for Vieira sort of thing. 
Because they said they they want to do play for that. A lot of them, remember when, even I think, like, Townsend used to talk about how much he improved his game. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and he, he, he did talk about that quite honestly, I think. He was talking about when he came, it, it, it really improved his game effectively. But, um, who was he? So, who, who was this against? Right? It was Townsend. It, it, it wasn't yeah. looking inside anything. It was yeah. a, just the general thing that, that he took about his time in England a yeah. lot when he was first kind of became manager. Well, in Townsend was brought in by Allardyce, wasn't it? I think. From no, he was brought in Pardew. So Pardew? Yeah, at the start of that season. Because right. he came in and Blassie left soon after. That's so it, we yeah. could get the Defe. But, you know, I think obviously that helps. When, you know, when you look at Townsend now. Like, Clearly, but he ends up playing. <laughs> like, we did a Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, Newcastle, 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 Newcastle. We never got the, the Newcastle Townsend. We never got the Newcastle Townsend. Very true, yeah. No, but at Newcastle, he was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, the good thing was Townsend, Townsend and I'm pretty sure a lot of Palace fans agree that he could clearly see he was there up for the calls, up for doing it. And consistency, he, you know, he, he did what he was asked to do consistently, constantly. I mean, he didn't get a lot of goals, didn't. Get a lot of assists, but the job he was asked to do from Hodge and, and you know would have been that advice before, and Pardew was was right there. You know, I mean, like I said Benitez knows how to play Townsend. He's clearly working for Everton this year as well. I mean, he's lost two goals and set up three assists already. Like, I mean, if only we had that Townsend. <laughs> like, if we had the numbers for him, like we we never had that Townsend. We never had that Townsend. Just. Just, it just works out that way, doesn't it? Like, someone has to that. play him, and that's it. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's about what happened to Vinicius that's to play. Mm. He fits it into it perfectly. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, like, just, just more kind of, yeah, I suppose just knowing just what they want to do, I guess, like, obviously, you get to know the players. I mean, Benitez wasn't even that new cost that long at the time as well. He just knew straightaway players what he wanted, and that was it. We brought him one as well, so I think that was I mean, Townsend worked out for himself, and the Everton fans can forgive him for that, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> no, but I don't think Everton fans are too happy with him at all. Oh, really? No, they're still annoyed at him because he said. Because of the Liverpool thing, or? He said a lot of things when he was the Liverpool manager that weren't very nice about Everton. That's not a surprise, though. I mean, but you've got to think this was 10 plus years ago, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, but he said a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> like, bad, bad things, <laughs> I don't quite. I don't know what he said, but he he said something. Right, okay. I mean, he said a lot of things. I mean, it was a, before a lot of derbies, and he said a lot of different things. Okay. So depending, I mean, if they finish, I mean, if they carry on the way they're playing already this season, I think if it if it was just him being a Liverpool manager, it won't. It wouldn't have been that big. It was because he's a Liverpool manager that says this, out, yeah. said that, said this. And I think he did the same thing with Chelsea. Like, I think he said a lot of things about Chelsea before yeah, games. Chelsea fans didn't like him. Um, but he said he said things in interviews to get yeah. press and da 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 But I think it's the thing. Like, I mean, I'm just, I'm just I'm reading up on the article at the moment and um, obviously the change of James Carthel. Uh, his dribble's gone up this season from 0.8 to 2 already this season. Like... <laughs> I mean, a guy doesn't stop running anyway, but the fact he's dribbling a lot more. I mean, the brilliance of giving McCarr for the captaincy when we'd have voted out, I thought, I've been, I've been saying for a while, but I'm surprised no one's given him captaincy before anyway. The captaincy doesn't even matter, man. Like... No, but, but he's the type of person that will 
get in your face and be like, you're a dickhead, wake up. <laughs> but which, you know, with Zaha having it, like, brilliant Zaha had it, and like, obviously. Never mind, it doesn't matter. Professionals don't care. Like, you want to have players that are captains on your pitch who are just captains on your pitch. It doesn't matter if they've got the armband or not. They'll still take on that responsibility. I do, I do. They were saying, like, have, him having the captain, I thought it was just right to be honest. Middleboy coming back in and, and getting it. Because he's club captain, it makes sense. But it was just like him having it in a few games, I think. Like, they probably gave him a little bit of a burst of, like, let's do this, I think. Not that he probably needs it. Like, we just get some for each game, to be honest, like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, so I think, like, obviously, if we can get them all working together, all chilling together in the next couple of games, we've got, we've got Leicester then, still, mate. Yeah. You know, and then. Hopefully, they're knackered from. from yeah, well, just. But the thing is. Hopefully, knackered from scoring a hat trick, even though one of them is no goal. What else? We've got a game tomorrow, no. Oh, they've got a game tomorrow. Oh, of course, they have to be a Europa League. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and uh, what's his face? The, the guy that always scores against us, Christian Nacho. Nacho doesn't seem to, well, doesn't seem to get off the bench. Like, well, he, he got he wasn't allowed into the country they're going to. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So he's so been back. So he might. Uh, He'll be really like, fresh. Yeah. For us. So that's something I'm worried about. Yeah, I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. I'm kind of, he always scores against us. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he can be on the pitch for two minutes. He'll we'll score. With, with Palace, we have these players throughout. Years of like to score against us, and Mane in all the time with a Yara Torre. Like, Yara Torre was ridiculous, that, that was ridiculous, just ridiculous every time. You know, he doesn't score that many goals, no, but he does against us. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's probably what 37 38 now, but if he went to someone that just got promoted, he'd probably score against us as well. <laughs> like, but I, I don't know, so there's, there's something about this kind of team now, I think, this year that. Exciting times ahead. And if we can keep going by the way we are, then, then you know, it's, it's going to be an exciting season for the first time in a long time. You know, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, get Edward uh, scoring like, more and more. Like, even the ball, even the ball getting scored. He had, he had, what, two shots against Brighton. I think one was a bit of a tame one to the goalie, but again, it's on target. You know, not a lot of Benteke shots would have even, he would have been. Probably tackled by the time we would end the shot, I think. By the time Edouard's got that, that extra kind of, I need to get the striker out, out, out of my feet sort of thing, you know. And I don't like the, 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 the two, two the, different strikers. Two, two totally different strikers. Like, that's the thing. But you see again in the stats, like again this season, Benteke is one of the most headed out of anyone, but that's just normal, you know. And that's the thing. Like, we set up like an AU chance, I remember that. Yeah, and the thing is, we're not even utilising long balls this year. So it's just well, no, actually, that, that was the point actually. We did put a lot of crosses when he played in the um Fini game. Nah, not brought in the one, the other one game, uh, Tottenham. Tottenham game. We were putting a lot of balls into the box, crosses, yeah, a lot more crosses. and what also what was happening was in the Brighton game, we were putting a lot of low crosses. Yes. He wasn't getting the ball because they were yeah, cutting out the low crosses yeah, yeah. before they get to him because they were powering out the box. Yeah. So, I do I think that if been, I think part of the reason why Ben Tegu was brought on. Because I could get a couple more of those crosses in, they just yeah. didn't have those chances chance, yeah. when yeah. he was on the pitch, which was a bit yeah. Because um, I, I do think, in general, Benteke starting and Edward coming off the bench after like a certain amount of time. It's a good, good idea to keep him fresh as well, plus change up the game a little bit. Yeah, I think so. We can change our tactics during the bench as well, isn't it? So, 
Honestly, hopefully you can get a wall with firing all cylinders at some point and, you know, they know whereabouts they want to be. And then we could actually see, say, you know, pretty exciting times, really, which we haven't been able to say for a very long time, wouldn't we? But, I mean, it's not to say the Freeman times. You know, it's been exciting. It's, it's been, been exciting, exciting, but at the same time, it's also been now biting of like yes, shitting that. yourself if you're going to be 17 foot, if you're going to end up being 14 foot. That's how high though, isn't it? That, well, this thing though, the way we've been playing this season, I'm aiming for higher. Right. Why? Because our points per game ratio is very much kind of uh, staying up. Stay, stay up points, but then you could teams who've played already. And that's, that's why I look at it. So I'm looking in the, in the, the long run of the teams we've already played, getting the points we've already got with the teams we've already played, I'm very happy with. You know, I, did, I definitely didn't think of anything against Brian. And we've got three draws. You know, it's not half bad. I mean, we should have had two wins, you know, but I'll take it. The thing is, is, is that we're, we're playing a certain way that, that we're going to get smashed and grabbed. It's, it's going to happen more and more because we're susceptible to that. Yeah. Yeah. Playing the front foot. Playing the front foot is going to tire our, our players. And all, but so the more we play, I think the more they get used to it and the energy levels probably stay quite high during games, I think. And luckily, like we have got a much younger team starting 11 than last year as well, so a bit of that helps, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. So um yeah, should we end it here? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we'll end it here for the next uh next podcast, hopefully soon. Uh this has been for the Love of Palace. I've been Chris. I've been Mark. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>